Welcome to Twink Wars, the Teen Wolf podcast where I'm already regretting deciding to come up with a different intro every time. I'm Rashad. And I'm Heather. And today we're talking about Season 2, Episode 3, Ice Pick. Woo! Um, let's go over the episode stuff and then do our little... Okay, sounds good. I, what we want to talk about today. Okay. So this aired June 11th, 2012. It was written by Luke Passmore and... Andy Cochran, and directed by Tim Andrew, and it was rated eight out of eight point one out of ten. Okay. IMDb ratings. And it had a viewership of one point seven six million. Well, is that down? That's actually up from oh. last week's. Cool. Yeah. So I mean, good for like however many people that is like sixty thousand. Sure. I don't know. Sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think I so. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and I mean, or again, I, ten thousand extra people. I only listen. I listen to another Supernatural podcast where they do the rating every week, and they're on. They're talking about season six of Supernatural, which was in two thousand eleven, mm-hmm. and their ratings are around the two million mark. Which, okay. Okay. So, good. So, like, Teen Wolf is not doing too bad for yeah. itself. Especially, it's only it's a second season, and it's on cable instead of broadcast. So yeah, yeah pretty good. Yeah, I'm proud of it. So. This week, you wanted to talk about our favorite supernatural transformations. Yeah, to fit with the theme of today's episode yes. that we're going to be talking about. And we mean, like, personality-wise, not like... Well, like, I think it's kind of a package deal. I mean, it is like a package deal where they just, like, changed, but, like, it usually comes along with, like, a new personality, right. too. But not, like, In some cases, not talking about, like... Oh, I like the vamp faces on Buffy, or I like... The, no. no, so like, like, for example, I'll use one of mine that I picked, because I have more than one. Okay. Um, like, and this is also, like, gonna get into spoiler territory for some shows, so, like, if you want to skip over this, that's fine. <laughs> um, so this is about the magician specifically, like, Niffin Alice. Oh, yeah. When Alice became a Niffin, I love Niffin <laughs> Alice. She was so great and crazy and a little evil, but, like... Not, she was just like chaotic, neutral. She wasn't necessarily like evil. She just had no like qualms about anything that she did. She was like, she had no soul. Yeah, she was soulless Alice, and yeah, I now enjoyed I'm that. Soulless Sam is one of my, okay. one of my favorites because he was just very pragmatic. Just hilarious. Like the episode where Dean gets abducted by aliens, and mm-hmm. he's just like, meh. Yeah. Well, oh, that's a shame. Yeah. <laughs> He just does this thing, and then um, to go along with, sticking with the magicians, to go along with Niff and Alice, uh, Shadeless Julia was also another favorite of mine. Isn't that basically the same thing? Again, she was kind of soulless. Yeah, it's the exact same thing. Yeah. It's just like Diet um, diet Catherine is what I call that yeah. from Vampire Diaries. We enjoy when a usually nice character just turns into an asshole. Yeah, but not, it's weird because they're, they're a very specific kind of asshole. They don't go out of their way to be malicious. Right. They just are. Yeah, because they don't care. Yeah, which I, I like it specifically that way. Like, I strongly dislike Jackson because Jackson chooses to go out of his way to antagonize people. Like, Shadeless Julia and Niff and Alice just go around and is that that was my dishwasher. Okay, great. 
There's always gotta be something. It's fine. No worries. I was just curious. I didn't want the house to be burning down or anything like that. No. Um, but like, yeah. So they just go around and they hurt people by just by doing whatever they want. Right. So by being pragmatic, like when Julia burns down that forest. Yeah. She's just like whatever. That's the problem. They won't cooperate. So poof. Bye. Um. Well, the first one, actually, you made me, I was reminded of Soulless Sam, but that was not my first one. Mm-hmm. My first thought was um, when Harmony yeah, up as a vampire <laughs> in, what, season five, I think, is when she comes back as a vampire? No, season four. Four, because it was when she was in college. Right. And she's, I think the funniest thing about Harmony as a vampire is that, like, she's not different. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she's pretty much exactly the same. Yeah. Although somehow more insecure. But also, about yeah. kind of, well, I mean, that's because Spike is treating her like shit. But yeah, I just think it's hilarious the different ways that people react to becoming a vampire. Yeah. <laughs> Are you talking specifically in Buffy or um, in general? Yeah, in Buffy. Okay, yeah. Like, Angel obviously became a complete psychopath. Yeah. Greatest. Spike just kind of became rebellious and, yeah. I don't know, like trying to make up for being a loser mm-hmm. his whole life. And Harmony just, no, nothing really changed. No. Not much. She just, like, started eating people. Yeah. I mean, she would have done that before if she needed to live on blood, probably. For sure. She did that, like, socially. For real. She, um, yeah. I really so got... I guess my, my favorite transformation is a lack of one. <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> that was a good one. Um, I'm trying to think. I think those my those were my two, like, heavy hitters. Um, oh, I did like, I'll use Bella from Twilight. Oh, when she became a vampire, I immediately gave a fuck about her. Yeah. That was like the ultimate glow up. Because mm-hmm. I really did not like that character. And the minute she became a vampire, I was all on board for Bella. Yeah. I mean, not to get too deep into Twilight, but she did feel like she was always meant to be a vampire. So She did. And I mean, hats off to her. I don't care about, we won't get all into it because i mean like we could rip twilight apart the way we did the teen wolf movie but maybe one day if we start a patreon we can do the twilight as a special episode yeah sure (laughs) but anyway but i do stand by like bella and i guess jacob got better after becoming a wolf he was still the same he was just more attractive I found him more attractive than whatever I had in my head for Jacob. No, I see whatever I had in my head was a lot better than Taylor Lautner. I was Team Jacob in the books. Oh, I was I never was Team Jacob. No, I was but I also had like toxic. Oh God, I was such a mess back then. <laughs> I like ugh, my taste in men was horrible back then. Well, my fictional taste in men was at that point pretty toxic, but I was still Team Jacob over Team Edward. Book-wise. But then when the movie yeah. came out, I was solidly Team Edward over Team Jacob. Which is funny, because I... Was, actually, I was just like, I'm not... I was... I get the appeal of Jacob in the movies, Mm-mm. but neither of them did it for me. Mm. I was Team Emmett. Okay. I was like, yeah. In fact, I was Team Emmett in the books, too. I was just, like, very focused on Emmett. You like a himbo? I do. I love me a himbo with a heart of gold. Like a himbo that'll treat you right. Mm -hmm. I mean, he is a vampire, but he's a vegetarian. 
Yeah, I liked him. And honestly, I was most attracted. Like, my favorite character is Alice in those books. Okay. See, I, my favorite, the thing that I liked about Alice. Really? I feel like she's the most bland of them all. But she does have, like, I love how she has she, more going on. I love the dramatic flair of dressing in her wedding dress to go slaughter her fiancé and his friends who killed her. That's great. That I do love been, that. That should have been a whole movie. That, that should have so been. more interesting than the actual plot of Twilight. It was. And my thing with Alice is, Alice was like me. I remember when, like, Bella asked her, what would you do if like some shit went down and she was like I would take Jasper and I would leave that's exactly (laughs) what the fuck she did and I thought that that was amazing yeah I mean granted she came back and saved the day but still I was like did Alice really just dip set like she said she would Mm -hmm. and yeah so we said we weren't gonna go too deep into Twilight yet we did um Um, is there anybody else Yeah. I think of other supernatural shows. Like, nothing particularly from Vampire Diaries. That, I mean, Evil turned off her humanity. Elena was kind of the fun, but... Yeah, another Diet Catherine. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, I don't know. I got nothing else. So, yeah. I think the cool thing about Vampire Diaries and those vampires is that they don't change their personalities. It just magnifies what they already are and I've always liked that and I like that Catherine is the only person who's never shut off her humanity hmm. out of that entire series You're I think right. We're gonna have to do Vampire yeah we have to because I can't <laughs> stop talking about Catherine I bring her up all the time I low-key think that might be my favorite show of all time it's like that and Buffy I need to rewatch both well you definitely need to yeah, I do. So I'll save Vampire Diaries if we're going to end up covering it. Yeah. I never finished it. But anyway, okay. okay. So I guess we should talk about Teen Wolf. Yeah, so let's get to Teen Wolf. <laughs> Alright, so I've got the previously on. Okay. So, previously on Teen Wolf. Skeleton refused to be separated. Isaac is a werewolf. Lydia taught us the term fugue state. Allison likes shooting people. Derek is the alpha. And there's some sort of creature about Yes, a lizard. Yes. And then, I guess it's my turn to summarize this episode. So, basically, if I had to summarize this episode is Allison starts her hunter training. Mm -hmm. And Derek starts building his pack up. Yep. And we have, like, one of the cutest dates ever. Yeah, I get On the show. It is cute. And, uh, that's pretty much it. Jackson continues to struggle. Yeah, Jackson is struggling, which, like, I love, but I also hate because that means we have to focus on him and his struggle. Yeah. But, yeah, I think that sums it up. Yep. All right. So So we start off with Allison getting some gas at the gas station, and, of course, my first note, because Allison's wardrobe just continues It was awful. (laughs) Okay, I made note of it this time, but I I didn't put a note. I didn't actually put it in my notes, but I mentally stored it. So, in case you said something, I could either co-sign or I could be like, I paid attention to Allison's outfit and it sucked. Yeah, I mean, the sweater is fine. Yeah. The skirt is fine. The boots. The boots. What the fuck? Light brown suede with a black belt, or black skirt and black tights. 
Yeah, I was like, I what understand. are you doing? Like, at least go for, like, a darker colored boot yeah. to go with that sweater. Or, like, tie the brown in with a brown sweater. Some, I but don't it's, know. But the sweater wasn't even, didn't even, I don't know. It bothers me. <laughs> and <laughs> what is, yeah, she, it did. And, like, what is it with hunters in this gas station? I don't know. They love to pull dramatic stunts there. Yeah, they just, like, harass the fuck out of people at this gas station. Did any, does anybody work there? About as many people as that work at the hospital. Because I swear that Melissa is just like one man showing that entire hospital. Yep. Um, so Okay, so Allison takes, she starts pumping gas. Yeah. And then everything shuts off. She well, goes, she sees that cute motorcycle yeah, boy she first. Does, first she sees that. Um, but then everything shuts off and she just, she's like, yeah, all right. And takes the pump out of the car and tries yeah. to leave. I'm like, well, I... I don't know what I would do in that mm-hmm. situation, but I feel like I would be like, maybe this, you know, give it a second. Yeah. Maybe the lights will come back on. I, no, I would have immediately been like, I've got to go. I don't know. I guess I just feel like I would be a little more confused at first. She just seems like, okay. You're, I would be confused. I don't know how I would react. I know that I'd be confused and I'd like immediately be on edge. Yes. So... And then she looks, and I'm like, how did somebody get in her car and take her keys without her noticing? I don't know. She was facing her car. Yeah. <laughs> the the only time she wasn't looking at her car was when she was looking at the cute motorcycle mm-hmm. guy. So he was like a honey trap to distract her while... Basically. But still, I'm like, I would notice somebody out of my periphery. You can't get into her car and out of it. And the keys would jingle. I'm just mm-hmm. so... The door I, makes noise when you open and close it. Yeah, even if, even if she left the driver's side door open... They, she would hear mm-hmm. somebody like moving the keys. Yes, that boy was not that cute, and she was not that focused on him. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. So, but you know, whatever. Just another one of those Beacon Hills things. And they immediately like throw a hood over her head and just snatch mm-hmm. her up. Yeah. Um. I just made a note here that this family is a nightmare. They are. <laughs> they are absolutely batshit insane. So they've got. Chris tied up as well, and I honestly was tuned out for a second there. I don't remember what I was looking up, but I was, what, uh, yeah, I wasn't paying attention. Yeah, and he breaks himself out. Well, they're just, like, looking at each other, like, screaming, and I'm like, why is Chris tied up? And I kept waiting for it to be a dream sequence. Yeah, I thought you'd think, okay, so obviously they're trying to make her think that they've both been captured. Yeah. But you'd think they'd play into that a little longer. Yeah. But they almost immediately, you know, dispel anything. Yeah, so I'm like, what exactly was the point of... Making her see Chris also tied up. Oh, I guess. Okay, so I'm guessing is to show how he like broke himself out. So she needed. That was like their idea is like you need to get on your dad's level. I guess. I'm guessing. And apparently, and I made this note later, but apparently they decided that to use the Hale House as the new headquarters. Yeah, I guess so. <sighs> that house. <laughs> I'm so tired. We'll get, I'll talk more about the house when we get to, like, that point. Also, um, so I guess they know that Allison is the one that shot that dude. We went into that so much. We complained so much about that last week, and they're like, no, no, we noticed. Yeah. We figured it out. Okay, Mm -hmm. guys, let's, yeah, obviously. Um, I do like that little note that they made about how the reason they use arrows is because the werewolves can't heal until they pull it out. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, although I would think the same would be true of a bullet, except bullets can go through. Yeah, and also if a bullet is rounded out, if they heal backwards, like Isaac's wound heals, <laughs> it would like push it out. So unless they use like except hollow we've points. Never seen that happen before. 
They've it's been shot true. multiple times and that's never happened. Well, they've like never, they've also never like super focused on it. No. But like, yeah, I'm, I who mean, knows? An arrow, especially a tri-sided arrow like hers is definitely going to fuck them up a lot yeah i i feel like it would cut as it pulled out too mm-hmm. so like even yeah. if they were healing and pushing it out i think it would still cause damage so yeah. it makes sense it still makes mm. sense yeah. yeah either way that's whatever but then they get into the the plan was not come up it was not gerard's decision yeah and i guess the implication is that it was victoria's but they don't actually say that at this point yeah they don't they never say it but the, it's but the, mean, only implication. the only woman at this yeah point, so she's if she's if the women are supposed to be the leaders, then she must be the leader. Yeah, which makes no sense no. because Kate definitely listened to Chris yeah. when, which also makes me wonder, like, in the dynamics of the Archer family, do they just see Chris as a woman? <laughs> because he definitely seems more like the more feminine well, between him and Kate. I mean, if their rationale is that women are more like rational and calm and yeah. less likely to fly off the handle, then yeah, Chris is the better choice. Yeah, he Victoria is. Victoria and Kate are not a good example of that. No. I mean, this is obviously a good example of why basing things on gender norms or gender standards is a stupid way to yeah. folk, or, or organize It's like why a lot of monarchies end in... Well, like Chris said it himself, because men are prone to war and things like that. Yeah, so, I mean, like, we talk about, you know, toxic masculinity and men shouldn't be in charge of everything, which is true, but women shouldn't necessarily always be no, in charge either. No, everybody has equal opportunity to be a, a fucking idiot yeah. when they have enough power. It should be based on the person. Yeah, and what are fear. your qualifiers? Yeah. So, um, but yeah, I forgot that, it's so funny because we just recently watched the movie and all of this, a lot of stuff from this episode comes up in the movie, like, um, the picture that yeah. Scott keeps in his wallet. Mm-hmm. Um, and then this whole thing about... Uh, that's This is the episode where we find out that they teach the women to be the leaders and the men are meant to be warriors. Cause, I think they talked about that before. I don't remember them mentioning it in season one. Oh, yeah. Well, I think Kate I think, told her that. I think something like... I think you're right. But I mean, because Kate, Kate was leading her own little group. Oh, yeah, she did. You're right. She did have her own little like group of minions, mm-hmm. and I guess Victoria's in charge of Chris's, but she just like Apparently. doesn't go out. Okay, all right, all right. That's what they seem to be saying now. It's making more sense I don't to me. Feel like it looked like it. Lived, or well, I guess Chris did consult Victoria on a lot of stuff. Yeah. So regardless of you know how messy this show is at times. This is one of the few things it seems like they may have gotten right. I guess so. That they've been consistent about. More yeah. Less. Good for them. I'll, I will give them credit when it's due. I, well, you know, I know Jen said when she listened to last week's episode that she thought it was funny how much we said we liked that episode and yet we still just tore it apart and complained about it the whole time. Yeah. I feel like, I don't know, I feel like maybe we should try to point out the things we like more often i do try that's why i wanted to end the movie with like the reason i'm so i was so upset with it was because i love those characters so much i do love these characters i just feel like we get caught up in complaining about it so much that we sometimes focus more on that than on the things that we like that is very true (laughs) but i mean like i don't know i mean it's fun to pick things apart it is and also i think that i think it's really important to 
love something, but to be aware of its flaws. I don't like sure. blindly I'm not loving saying, things. I'm yeah. not saying we should stop complaining. Yeah, but... Oh, no, I know you're not. I'm just explaining for people listening yeah. that uh, that's where I come from. I'm going to try to make a more, uh, bigger effort to emphasize the things that I did like. Yes, and I'm going to try to do the same. And have it not revolve around styles. Right. Even things that are not styles related. Yes. That I did like. Um, okay. So after that bit, basically, Chris leaves Allison there to break herself out of her yeah, He gives her the arrow that she shot the dude with. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that is another thing that we should give them credit for. They did. They yeah. weren't as stupid as we anticipated them being. They yeah. did pick up on the fact that. Obviously, Allison was the one that yeah. shot that guy. Um, okay, so I made no- two notes in a, in a row. Who is this cute hunter? R.I.P. cute hunter. <laughs> yes. Oh, and before that, when um, Chris makes a comment about how he's going to, when if they see Isaac on the full moon, they'll kill him. Mm-hmm. I'm like, are they only going to kill him on the full moon, or will they kill him anytime they see him? Maybe they feel more justified in doing it on the full moon because they're they're like he'll be doing something bad. Yeah. And, okay. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe they're like it's more fair if we wait until the full moon. I don't know. Okay, that's fine. And I <laughs> and after that, after I made that note, it just says no. The lizard attacked the cute hunter. Yeah. And with this is, I think we this is new that we learned that the lizard monster has like paralytic. Goo. Well, they uh, hint at it. We don't actually know what's happening because it looks like he just like sliced the dude up and he fell. Well, and I it's mean, like it dripping goo. Did something to him. Yeah. Yeah. Poison. Well, now I you know. Well, I, mean, I know it's paralyzing, yeah. but yeah, it looks like he definitely has some kind of secretion mm-hmm. that hurts. Yeah. Well, like uh, that's more what I was getting at. Like we know that it did something to him. We didn't know specifically it was paralyzing him, but oh well, well now it paralyzed him. <laughs> It did, that wasn't what killed him. <laughs> no. Um, okay, so then we cut to the gym, and of course my first note is, what school has a rock climbing wall that they randomly bring out into the middle of the gym? That was mine too. Or even if they didn't like have it for themselves, they could have rented it, and I think that would be really cool, but also I feel like would be cool, waivers and shit. Yes. A rich issues. school, a rich school in California maybe? But this is not a rich school. Sometimes it is. It has its own swimming pool. Sometimes it is. It, this school is so rich, it had a homeless person one episode. One episode, yeah. Okay, so. well, well, actually, before we move on, though, I do think I want to, I should emphasize mm-hmm. that I did think that little, the shot of the hunter with the, just the hand of the monster. Yeah. Thing, that was cool. It was very cool. Moving on. <laughs> yep. Um, and then we get to, see, we meet Erica. Yes. Well, first, we have the Scott and Allison. Cute. Yeah, that's very cute. Um, I didn't fo- overly focus on it, but yeah, they just have a little playful banter. Although I do, I did have to make the note that I mean, everyone's watching them. Yeah. And Scott uses werewolf powers to climb the wall faster. Mm-hmm. That seems like it would stand out. That's not subtle. In my mind, they all are like, "Here he goes with that wolf shit again," and they just rolled their eyes <laughs> and pretended like they didn't know what was yeah. happening. Um. And then we do see that they that the coach calls Styles and Erica next. Mm-hmm. And you can tell you know that Erica is uh, a nerd and a mess because she has one pimple. Yes, on her <laughs> chin. Yeah. Um, and she just looks tired. Yeah, that like she just didn't you know blow out her hair today. Um. 
So Erica makes it about halfway up the wall and starts to panic. Uh, she didn't even make it up halfway. She made it yeah, like, not, yeah. like a quarter. <laughs> and so the coach mentions, like, could it, is it vertigo? And Lydia says something like, Blah, 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 vertigo is a... Vesticular, vestibular... Thing of the internet. But I looked the it internet. up, and there's no reason that it could not have been vertigo. Vertigo yeah. can happen whenever. Yeah, <laughs> and she could have a different reaction to vertigo than just being dizzy. Right. I feel like, and I'll probably point this out because I think it's going to happen more and more often, I feel like they just give Lydia lines with fancy words in them, and they don't really care if it... Oh, 100%. Because there's, I mean... They just want us to think, okay, well, Lydia's really smart. She knows things. Except she's saying something that is wrong. Yeah. (laughs) And they're just hoping we don't notice. Yeah, like uh, a certain character in Knives Out. Yes. The new one, Glass Onion. Right. Except that was intentional, and this is obviously not. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So then um, she freaks out. mm -hmm. They get her to come down, and then everybody goes, she leaves. Everybody laughs at her, which... I don't know. I feel like that was more of a TV high school thing. I don't think people would laugh at her in real life. I would have felt so bad for her. Yeah, we've talked about this before. Like the idea, the te- the whole teen media thing where teenagers are just apparently all horrible monsters with no feelings. Yeah. No sense of empathy for anyone else. Like this is what I'm happening. People would not be this. No, there are definitely like douchey kids out there. I've seen some horrible sure. things happen in my school. Like, but not the entire class. Like, no. <laughs> that situation would have never happened in my school. And there's, I mean, she talks about another situation again where I made more notes along those same lines, but it's just yeah. like, that's not how people are. So then they, um, so they, go, they go to the locker rooms, and I only really want to, like, dwell on the fact that Isaac cannot catch a break. No. They're like, if you see Isaac at school, you immediately tell the principal. Because now he's a fugitive. Yeah. I like how they say go to the principal. It's like, don't find a teacher and tell a teacher. It's like, go straight to Gerard. But that seems on brand for the origins to be like, no, tell Gerard immediately. Yeah, that makes sense. Tell Principal Murder Grandpa Uh when you see this kid that you don't know is a werewolf. Yeah. Um, We got another reference to Greenberg. Mm Mm-hmm. Who apparently has Coach's phone number. Yes. And Coach is not happy about that. Nope. Um... Okay, so then we cut to Erica has decided. So she freaked out trying to climb the wall when she was strapped in with safety harnesses. And And everybody around to help her. Right, but she decides the best way to face her fears is to go back out there by herself with no kind of safety preparation whatsoever and try again. I rationalize this as her thinking that without everybody being around, she can actually do it. That might be true, but also if you fall off, now you really will get hurt. Yeah, so, I mean, I agree, but she's a teenager, and it's a teen drama, so we gotta keep moving. I gotta remind myself of that. Yeah. Teenagers, they make stupid choices. Yeah. Sorry to anyone who's a teenager listening, but based on our demographics, there aren't many of you. No, not very many, (laughs) but we appreciate you. Yeah. Um, so this is when we have a scene between Styles and Scott, which, A, is the closest we ever come to seeing Styles without a shirt. Oh, yeah. But it's like a tease. And they're like yeah. purposely telling, showing us like, ha ha, we could have shown you taking your shirt off, but we're not gonna. Which is fine, I guess. But like, it's just funny to me. It is. <laughs> but um, Styles is talking about how he wants to go on a double date, I guess, is mm-hmm. his reasoning. And he's saying that because Scott and Allison are obviously having a good time and he also wants to have a good time. Yeah. Many, many times in several different positions. Yeah. And I'm like, 
why do they make him talk like this? He sounds like such... Like, I know that's not who he is. I think that's funny. I think if it you're is talking funny. to your friend and you're just talking about you want to get laid, that's fine. If he was saying that to Lydia or something yeah. like that, then it would be gross. No, it's not, like, gross. It's just weird because that's not him. But I guess, you know what? No, I get it. I get it because I remember being in high school and I you, I would say things that weren't necessarily how I 100% felt. I think this is 100% how he feels. Like, but I wouldn't say it. But he's like that. He says, says things that are just, he just says what's on his mind. Like, I think he, I don't know. Especially I think it's, I think it sounds worse than how he means it to sound. I don't think it, I don't know. Why do you think it sounds so bad? He wants to have sex. Which That's is fine. He I don't wants know. to get laid. That's cool. There's nothing wrong with wanting to get laid. No, there's not. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. There's like the styles in my head is just like not like this. One. <laughs> not like some a teenage boy who wants to have sex. No, that talks like that about right. it, but still. But that's not even that bad. It's not. I'm not saying it's bad. It's just weird. I don't, I don't know. know. It's it ain't working on me. It I'm doesn't surprised work that we're on these sides of this conversation. I know it's weird. <laughs> it's so weird. But anyway, I agree. Moving on. Story, I guess. Yeah, and then um, Scott is having like wolf bond seizures his yeah. hands start shaking i guess this is another werewolf thing that we're learning about that but can... he's not even part of their pack so i guess you just well, i don't know if it's a pack thing or if you can just sense when a, other people are in distress because she's not a werewolf he has oh yeah you're like right can, like well, well like, i guess because like dogs can kind of like smell sickness he has like wolf empathy or something. Yeah, I mean, I can. I guess I, I can that's what I'm gonna call it. I'm gonna call it Scott's like werewolf empathy. Yeah. And just leave you it can at just that. Sense that she's in distress or that. Well, because I mean, um, some people who have ch- epilepsy and seizures will have a uh, tremor. A, a, a dog. A, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They will. But like, and when they're about to like, this isn't like a super terrible spoiler but like werewolves can like take people's pain away yeah. so maybe it's like an elevated form of that oh well i mean but even if it i just think this is like actually grounded in actual like canine ability yeah well i mean like well like he's like a if, werewolf if, so he wouldn't yeah, have that so if, yeah if you have epilepsy and they give you a service dog the service dog can tell before you can that you're about to have a seizure yeah so this actually kind of makes sense to me yeah it was just weird <laughs> yeah but, I mean... But, I mean, like, okay, sure. Of all the abilities that they have, this one I'm kind of like, yeah, okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, of course, Scott rushes out and saves Erica because she... Yeah. Him. Like, of course she did. She would. Come up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then we cut to Victoria. No. Then we cut no. to Erica uh, in the hospital. Yeah, and Melissa's talking to her. And I made a note about Melissa and she interacted with two people and I just forgot <laughs> which yeah. one it was. Um, yeah, but I made a note that Melissa has good bedside manner. She does. She's so sweet. Mm-hmm. She makes a good joke about um, how she has to tell Erica's parents about this because the lawyers will break her legs. break her legs and she has nice legs. For somebody her For age. Somebody her age, yeah. And then Derek. Oh, Jesus, Derek. Derek really just snatched that girl out of the waiting area yeah just abducting a teenage girl mm-hmm. and then being very inappropriate with her yeah i was like derek stop rubbing her leg that is not okay derek, no. no he's like seducing her yeah and i'm like derek that is not necessary stop. none of it all you have to do is explain that she will no longer be sick 
Yeah. That's it. That's all the selling point you needed for her. Yeah. But that's another thing that this show has a major problem with is that they're like, well, if I have a chance to be unnecessarily sexy about it. They sexualize everybody on this show. Yes. And it's weird because, like, that's not what's going on. And, like, I love Derek, so I'm not going to, like, pressure push this too much. But I was like, it's almost like he like kind of groomed her, <laughs> because she immediately she doesn't just become a werewolf like, she immediately becomes super horny. Yes, and kind of you know horny for Derek. Obviously, she's got a thing for Derek. But, but not just I mean, Derek. She's kind of like a little bit horny for Scott. She's just like overtly yeah, sexual. She definitely is, but I don't. I mean, we haven't seen it yet. But she definitely has like she wants to get with Derek. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, like I don't blame her. Because, well, no. like... And even, like, obviously it's, this is not okay what he's doing. But mm-mm. it also kind of makes sense for his character based on his history. Yeah. Because he's kind of like, this is kind of how he knows. This yeah. This is how his, he's, the type of relationships he's had. It's true. He has a fucked up background. He does. And also, just from noticing, like, everybody that he's picked for his pack, they are all, like, damaged individuals mm-hmm. that, like... I get why Derek is choosing these people. He actually thinks he's making their lives better. Yes. He thinks he's helping. Yes. So, I get it. And I'm not even... I'm not even mad at him for doing it. I'm just like... I, I mean, I'm mad at the writers. Yeah. But in, like, if we just accept that that's what happened, and then I think about Derek as a character, I'm like, okay, I understand how he thought this was the best approach. Yeah, he really <laughs> thinks not, he's, like, making their lives better. It's not good, but I get it. Yeah. Um... So I was just kind of curious when they were talking about her, her when she is about to have a seizure. She says she has an aura and it tastes like blood. So I just did a little research. Mm-hmm. And by did a little research, I mean I googled aura yeah. <laughs> for seizures. Um, and it says that an aura can be is an, an event that can manifest as music, swirling colors, a memory, a sense of impending doom, a smell or a taste. So that's okay. true. A rising nausea or an intense sensation of deja vu. So before you have huh. a seizure, you could suddenly start hearing music. That's weird. That's all. All of that is like not fun. No. Um, but yeah, so I just did a little research and fact checked them, and that is not necessarily true for everyone, but yeah, it could be accurate for her. I appreciate you doing that because I thought about doing that and did not do it. <laughs> Decided to actually light amount of work for this well i appreciate (laughs) it um Um, so then we go to the kids are in class mm -hmm. and they're learning about vaccines and viruses and whatnot and um matt is like what the fuck did you do to my camera Mm -hmm. and he's like jackson's like just bill me me for it you could have bought your own fucking camera exactly that's mm, that's (laughs) I went right back to that thought when he yeah. said that. I was like, you fucking dick. This kid clearly doesn't have money. Oh, I hate how privileged Jackson is. Yeah. It's so obnoxious. Um. So anyway. But Jackson gets the idea in his head that the reason he hasn't wolfed out is because... Of he, Lydia. Yeah, he makes the connection that he hasn't wolfed out and Lydia got bit and also didn't wolf out. So he makes the connection that somehow she transferred something to Her him. immunity or something to him. Okay. By some kind of activities but like you know what that is sound reasoning (laughs) i'm like okay that that tracks 
but he's still a fucking dick. Well, yeah, obviously. He's a piece of shit about it. He's so awful, and poor Lydia. She just, like, breaks down in the hallway. I felt so I bad for her. Too. Yeah, I I wouldn't, but I'm different. I'm not a, one, I'm not a girl, I mean, and two, it's like, yeah, I, just, I would react differently, but, but yeah. yeah. But if somebody got in my face and yelled at me like that, it doesn't even matter if it was, like, my ex. If it was somebody that I used to date, I wouldn't do it in public, but I would definitely find somewhere to do it where nobody could see me. My reaction to that would just be to cry no matter who it was. <laughs> That's my fair. My reaction to most things is to cry. Um, but anyway, we're not talking about me. Yeah. Um, but I also had another fashion mm-hmm. notice here. So Lydia's hair looks weird. I feel like the hair department was off their game. Dude, same. Same. It, it bothered me. It's like weirdly poofy and the front looks like they, I don't know what they were trying to do, but it does take yeah. a bad job. It's okay. I, yeah. yeah. But I also hate her dress in this episode. It looks very cheap to me. Um, yeah, it's not her best. It looks like it's just made of really cheap material and kind of ill-fitting. Mm-hmm. And also, she is wearing light brown shoes with black tights. Yeah. What the hell? That's the hot thing in Beacon Hills. Totally. me off. <laughs> totally. Um, although, I did notice that Jackson kind of, like looked like he felt bad afterwards. afterwards yes. He didn't do anything about it, so fuck him still. Yeah. But I appreciate that they showed that he at least considered briefly for a moment mm-hmm. that maybe he was kind of a dick. Yes. But is it even I don't know, is it even worse to realize you were a dick and still not do anything about it than to not even realize it? Oh yeah, it's still <laughs> awful. But I think the way that we are conditioned to like deal with like super shitty characters that have reasons for being shitty is they'll show us these moments like this and then instinctually we're supposed to be like oh see look he does have a heart but i'm like no he didn't do shit about it right if he had a heart he'd go back and say i'm sorry that was out of line yeah but he didn't or like even if he didn't do it immediately he would come back at some point and be like but no, that's not yeah, going to happen because it's fucking Jackson. Like, I re- he sucks. I'll realize I fucked up and not apologize immediately because I'm embarrassed, usually. Yeah. But I'll try to do it later. <laughs> yeah, for sure. It's really hard, and it's, like, part of being an adult. Yeah. But, like, sucks. a kid is, like, less likely to do that, but yeah. still. I don't know. But he sucks, and yeah, all there is to it. Yeah, he does. Um, so then he goes to the bathroom to cry. Yep. And then she sees some dirty feet. Yes. Uh <laughs> These dirty feet that um, she follows. Yeah, and it's obvious to me that it's Peter. Mm-hmm. Just from the back, I can tell that. Oh yeah, from the back it was. I didn't. Not the feet. I don't okay, know cool. Feet. Okay, the feet. I was like, damn, you knew from the feet. No, I, don't I didn't know from that, but I did know from his back when he was looking right. at the yeah. trophy case. Um, but so this mystery person walks yeah. over to the trophy case and looks at the trophies and then just kind of walks off. And Lydia goes over and sees that it is. Peter Hale, captain of the basketball team trophy. Yeah. So, what's that about? We may never know. Yes, we will. We'll find out. Um, okay, so then we see Siles comes up to a new character, Boyd. Yes, who I always forget, but, like, Boyd is very attractive. Mm-hmm. Like... Yeah, they, um, they mm. gave him, like, a slight amount of padding around the midsection to try to pretend like he's fat. Oh... Did you notice that? I did not. I was completely into him. I didn't realize that that's what they did. Yeah, they did a really bad job of trying to make him look not as hot as he will look later. Yeah, I was like, um, 
just from the face alone, like, Boyd is very attractive. I forget that. I just think it's hilarious how little work they did. Yeah. To try to make them look any different. Yeah, like, Erica, they gave her, like, a fake pimple. Right, she got one zit, mm-hmm. and Boyd has one very, like, they don't even show him in any way that you can even notice that he's supposed to be overweight. Yeah. But, yeah. Not that that, well, we'll get into it later. But, mm-hmm. um, so they have a phone conversation here about, um, so we don't know yet what the keys are for. But no. Styles is paying Boyd to give him the keys to something. Yes. And they have a little back and forth about how Boyd said it was 50. Styles thought he heard 20. He remembers yes. the distinctive twuh sound. Yeah. And Boyd comes back with, it was definitely a fuh sound. And he's like, I tell you some more fall words. Um, so, and then it's also funny, I do, have you seen the piece of shit car I drive? Well, have you seen the piece of shit shit bus I ride? Yes. Mm. I like that Boyd and Matt are both very sassy characters. Yeah. I like, I. Boyd, I like Boyd way more. Yeah. But yeah. Boyd is awesome. I love him. And I just think this whole interaction is hilarious. It was. It was good. Um. I mean, Styles has good chemistry with everyone, but I think he's particularly funny with Boyd just because Boyd mm. is so, like, stoic. Yeah. He's such a... I was going to say a word I'm not supposed to say anymore. Um, I don't know. Weirdo. Okay. <laughs> I was going to say the SP word. Oh. <laughs> okay. Um. So, yeah. So they basically, finally, Styles, you know, conceives and gives him 50 bucks. Yeah. And I just made a note that I like Styles' purple hoodie. It looked kind of what I wanted. That's nice. Um, And then we get this hot girl moment with Erica. And that song was god awful. It sounded like it was a. There was at least one line, and like, hold on, that's from a different song. Was it a cover of something? I. Wonder, I briefly wondered if it was a cover. I couldn't think of the song that it might have been a cover. But it was just awful. Yeah, it was not good. And. I was just like, oh my god, I can I cannot wait? And they then they started doing it in slow motion. Like, can we please get this over with? Because this song is killing me. Yeah. And um. So um, then she bites. Oh, before that, before we even got to the Boyd stuff, we skipped over like Scott and Allison sitting back to back and having that conversation in the cafeteria. I thought that was later. Yeah, that's later. Oh, okay. It's another cafeteria scene. Okay, JK. Well, then never mind. So then... But then, So Lydia does approach them, and she says, what the hell is that? Yeah. It's Erica. <laughs> um, yeah. And she basically just came into the cafeteria to bite the apple and then leave mm-hmm. with Derek. Yeah. Like, she definitely has, like, look at my hot older boyfriend vibes. Yeah. That. Which I'm like, why is nobody saying anything... Like, what time of the day is this? Lunchtime, apparently. Yeah, like, is he gonna bring her back so she can go to classes? I don't think so. It doesn't seem like it. What is going on? Nope. Nobody's paying, no teachers are paying attention, apparently. No. And then uh, we go to Deaton. Yeah, and Scott knocks over a jar, which I'm assuming is full of the ashes of a dead pet. Yes. Which is weird. Yes. I don't think that vets keep random pet ashes around in a jar usually usually they're like it's well i mean in my experience it's in some kind of nice little urn type thing yeah you give to the pet 
Pet owners. Or a bag sometimes. Yeah, well, I thought but, was, yeah, but even then, yeah. it's like in a velvet bag. Yeah. A baggie that, within a velvet bag. Yeah, it's totally. Nice. It's something nice. Um, but knowing Deaton, odds are he told Scott that that's that his animal ashes. Oh, it's probably mountain ash. No, because then it wouldn't. Scott wouldn't have been able to touch oh, it. Oh shit, you? you're right. But I feel like it was not. I felt like it was something special that like he yeah. just keeps out and tells Scott. He's like, oh, that's animal ashes. Well, see, then I had a question like, because Scott was like messing with it, like, what is this? And now it makes more sense to me if he's like, what is this? Yeah. <laughs> he's like, this is not a pet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, see now. Okay, I'm. That whole thing makes more sense to me. Yeah. Um, but, okay, so this is what Deaton teaches us about entropy. Which is the state of the universe always, always basically, uh, coming apart. Mm-hmm. Which I also, which I did actually learn because it's the name of an episode of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. That's funny because it's an, I was gonna tell you, it's the name of a book series mm-hmm. called The Sons of Entropy that I read. Oh, yeah. And it was like a Buffy novel. I think it was like a two or three parter. It was really good. It's funny that things, the random things you learn from media yeah like, particularly I, supernatural shows yes they teach you so much shit i've learned the word defenestration from buffy mm-hmm. um i think i learned the word obfuscate from a fan fiction of something i don't remember what it was but yeah <laughs> but it's just like yep that's how I, that's the best way i learn new things that's very cool um but deaton basically says that it's not necessarily the state of the world is not necessarily that it's falling apart but changing into something else we just don't know what that is yeah and okay. also i like that they're having this like awkward beating around the bush mm-hmm. conversation i'm like you're the only two people in the clinic why don't you just say why haven't we talked about the werewolf shit that know. you helped me with why is deaton so cryptic always he doesn't need to be cryptic with scott scott is a werewolf in fact, Scott is the last person you need to be cryptic with because the boy is not very smart. Like, we love, everybody loves him. God bless him. He is a sweet angel baby. He should be protected. Mm-hmm. But, like, you can't be cryptic with this boy because no, it always just, it. it just puts him in danger. He doesn't understand. <laughs> no, he doesn't. Um, I feel so bad for him. But on the other hand, he does give him a $2.50 raise. Which, which is, is massive. That is a nice raise. I don't care what he's paying that kid. That is a nice raise. Yeah. I, oh man, I would love a two dollar fifty cent raise. You and me both. Um. Okay, so then we go to Allison's room, and I did make a note. I think next time I'm going to try to look up what the featured songs are. Yeah. Because there were two songs, this one and another one later, that I'm like, oh wait, I know that I like that song. Mm-hmm. So I want to be able to actually say what they are. But I like the song that's playing in Allison's room. Um. Chris shows up. Allison is hanging out with Lydia. Lydia is still weirdly being flirty with Chris. Like, yeah. Lydia. It's not, the, I mean, like, it is weirdly, but at the same time, he was showing chest hair. I was I like, mean, I oh, get it, my but God. On, that's your friend's dad. Plus, also, we've established that I don't think Lydia actually feels attraction to people. It's very <laughs> true. And, like, I mean, even if I was in Lydia's position, the way that I am, I would never, ever... No. Like, come on to, like, an older man. No. In fact, I've had older men hit on me when I was, like, underage. And I was like, yeah, I was, I was so scared. Yeah, you should be. <laughs> like, are not good guys. Like, I would think, like, in my mind, I think that they're really hot. And I'm like, oh, my God, I would love to be, like, with that dude. But then, like, whenever the opportunity would come up when I was younger, 
I was like, I am so scared right now. You should be. Those are creeps. So, like, I mean, I guess that goes back to, uh, like, earlier, like, a couple, several episodes ago now at this point, when I was, like, when uh, Chris was looking at, was tugging on Jackson's shirt to look at his neck, and I was like, oh, yeah, Chris, do it. I wouldn't tell. And I'm like, no, I would freak the fuck out. As you should. I I take it back because I remember now how I actually react to those situations Mm -hmm. and I immediately get creeped out Mm -hmm. and scared. So. But anyway, not that Chris is. Chris would never do anything. Yeah, Chris is not like the problem here. I'm just thinking, Lydia, what are you doing? The most. I don't know what your motivation is here. But anyway. Um, but basically, Chris is telling Allison that she they want her to keep an eye on Lydia just to see if anything weird happens with her, mm-hmm. basically. Um, so then they we go to the double date at the ice rink. Which is so cute. Is. I do actually kind of like Allison's outfit here. I mean, it works because she still has those ugly-ass boots. Yeah. But I think this kind of, I like the dress with the sweater combination. Mm-hmm. She's got black boots, which actually match. Yeah. <laughs> I look, her hair looks good. She looks... It's... I approve. All of it was, like, working for me. It was super cute. Everybody... Lydia's hair looks better. Yep. Still don't like that dress, but her hair is better. Don't like her makeup, either. She's got, like, blue eyeshadow and, like, pink lipstick. I didn't stare too hard, but I probably agree with you. Yeah. Anyway. Um, so, Scott and Allison are being cute. Um, they have a little interaction about how Scott thinks his werewolf werewolfiness will mean that he's good at ice skating. I don't see that. And he facts. immediately <laughs> eats shit. Yeah, I don't see, I don't think werewolves wolves are known for their ability to ice skate. No, not at all. So, yeah, I don't think that, that translates. And we know that we see that it doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> I think like a more, I think a werewolf that wasn't Scott would probably mm-hmm. have a better chance at being better at ice skating. But Can you see Derek ice skating? I, I don't. I don't, but I don't, <laughs> but I also think, like, it's not, that's because it's Derek. It's like, I can't see Derek, I can see base human level Derek being good at ice skating. Mm. So, not know. that it matters later, because they're all fighting on the ice. Yeah. But it is fun. Yeah. He, it is. He, he keeps falling down. And then, um, Lydia and Styles. he tries so hard with this girl. I don't understand. Like, Lydia, she knows that he has a thing for her, right? She has to know. I feel like she knows, but she does such a good job of acting like she's aloof and ignoring it. So I'm like it's intentional that she's pretending that she doesn't know what he's getting at. I guess I have to, because <laughs> there's no. She's too smart not to. Yeah, I can't imagine it. I mean, this is the second time they've been set up. Basically. Yeah. So, but so well, and he offers her. I guess it's a windbreaker of some kind. Yeah, an orange. And she says orange and blue don't go together, which... I thought it was a scarf. It looked like Woodbreaker to me. I I wasn't looking at it. I just knew it was orange and, like, bundled up. I don't know. But Styles says, but those are the colors of the Mets, which is, fun fact, that's Dylan's favorite baseball team. He's obsessed with the Mets. Oh, I did not know that. I think, it may not still say it, but for a long time, his Twitter bio just said, long-suffering Mets fan. Oh. (laughs) That tracks. He would. Um... So yeah, he, he gets into thing a whole thing about, you know, things that you wouldn't think would go together. Well, maybe they do, blah, blah, blah. And yeah. Lydia 
deflects that into saying, oh, yes, Scott and Allison are good together. So, swing and a miss. Yeah, that's <laughs> okay. And then, of course, Lydia inevitably has to start seeing weird shit. Well, first we see that she's an amazing figure skater. Yep, she is. Or at least her stunt double is. Right. Which we will never see again, because why would you? Yeah. They don't ice skate anymore. Spoiler alert. (laughs) (laughs) So, I hope you enjoyed it this episode. Yeah. Um, So, yes, she starts to see Wolfsbane leave pedals. Pedals, yeah. And that leads her to a bit of the ice where she wipes away the frost and sees Peter. Peter. And I would scream as well. Yeah, I was like, and rightfully freaked the fuck out. Yes. Um, so that's pretty much the end of that date. Yep. Um, so this is when, so we go back to the school and Scott approaches Erica. Yes. Mm -hmm. Or vice versa. I don't remember. I think he approached her. He approached her. Okay. He came up to her first to like try and talk her. Out of like, she's like, he's like, I know what you're doing with Derek. Because I think, hold on. (laughs) Why did he come after her? Well, he said that he knows that her and Isaac are with Derek now. Yeah. But he says, I know he needs at least three. Why? Who's the other one? Why does he, what is that? I know he needs at least three. He's so specific about that. Yeah, I don't know. Why do you know that? Based on what? (laughs) Derek. I mean, it would make more sense if he's like, I know that's not, he's not going to stop it too. Yeah. Or whatever, but not, I know he needs at least three. Yeah, that's very weird. Specific. They're very good about having people know shit just because they need to. Yeah. For no reason. Um, That was like basically the premise of the whole movie. But <laughs> one day I promise I'll stop talking stop. about this movie. We'll never, just never speak of it again. It didn't, it's just. I think it'll be easier to not talk about it when we st- like this, this episode has so much shit that yeah. was like linked to it in oh it. Oh my god, it's we get so weird. Three, oh Jesus. I'm yeah, gonna, I'm gonna be watching it and being like, God, this is so good, and it's only gonna remind me of how bad the movie is. Yeah. So sorry. The movie has forever tainted this part of the podcast for <sighs> people. So sorry. Anyway, if we're like low key spoiling parts of the movie, but don't watch it if you can help it. We haven't spoiled the movie. No, but we like just talked about how much we hate it. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but I mean, I don't, I mean, I'm worried about spoiling the show. Yeah. I don't give a shit about spoiling the movie, because you shouldn't watch it anyway. Okay, fair enough. We should have saved you from watching it. Just listen to us talk about it. Yeah. And you won't want to see it. So. Okay. Focusing. Um, anyway, um, I did feel bad for Erica. She's just, like, explaining, like, her shit and some of it. Well, like, I know you wanted to talk about it. Well, yeah, this was the part where I'm like, people are not that mean. If she, if you were in a classroom where someone is having, one of your fellow classmates is having a seizure and she pees her pants. I will say there are definitely people that would record that. Oh, I, I believe that people would record it because people are assholes. But then she says that everyone laughs at her. And I don't believe that. I believe one person, one or two people would be an asshole. Maybe somebody would chuckle or snicker or whatever. But I don't think the entire class would laugh. The entire class would not laugh. I know, uh, I've seen some garbage people, though, like... Um, there's definitely garbage people out It there. depends on, well, I'm like, it depends on what kind of... See, here's the thing. We don't know enough about the other students in Beacon Hills. I'm just going like, on, gen- generally, I don't think your standard, average classroom of normal people, I don't think 
everyone would laugh at her. See, but I think that like in my high school, they probably would have. But we just talked about this earlier, and you said you don't believe that. I don't think that they would be talking about like her freaking out in gym class, like. But you think if she they saw her having a seizure, they would laugh? I think I can think be, of like three people that would have. Well, yeah, I'm sure I'm, and I agree. I agree yeah. that there would probably be at least one or two people who didn't have, who are assholes about it. Yeah. But then the, there would be other people for the most majority for the big majority. No. Who yeah. are like, oh my god, this is horrible, or yeah. probably telling those people shut the fuck up, stop being yeah. assholes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. 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 But again, that's just how teenagers are depicted in media. Um. So this is when we cut to Victoria. And I made a note that she's wearing black boots with black tights because mm-hmm. she understands fashion. For the most part. In this particular scene. Yes. And I do like her outfit in this scene. I like that she goes snooping through Allison's shit. Mm-hmm. And um, she immediately... You could just tell this bitch has murder on her yes. brain when she's in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. And I was like, why is she... She is really thinking about killing Scott right now. And then she pulls out the knife and cuts herself. I'm like, what are you doing? But then immediately the next scene answers that question for me. Although my th- my question is, how would you... So she's obviously implying, telling Allison that she accidentally cut herself. How do you accidentally cut yourself on the outside of your arm like that? Yeah. What was she doing in this scenario that she's created in her head? I could think of an excuse, but it would be really weird. <laughs> I mean... I'd be like, I don't know. I was trimming the hedges and tripped. But, like, um, Melissa believed her, so... Butcher knife? I, I don't know. I feel like she could have picked a different place. Even if it was, like, here. Higher up. I said here like they can see me. Yeah. Like, higher up on her arm, closer to her hand. Any... Uh, like, I 100% Whatever. feel you. She could have... That was such an awkward place to cut herself, but... Yeah, yeah sure. But whatever. Sure, Jan. Um, but we learned that Victoria used to teach in an all-boys school. Yeah. I can, I can imagine her being the strict kind of hitting people with a ruler kind of t-shirt. Oh, yeah. Like a nun in a uh-huh. Catholic school. Yeah. yeah. Um, and they basically talk about Scott and Allison, and Melissa points out that Scott doesn't seem as sad as she would think he would be having broken up with Which Allison. is exactly why Victoria yeah. came over there. That was what she needed. She needed confirmation. Yep. Which I, in the grand scheme, I think all of it was, like, good except for where she cut herself. Yeah. But also at the same time, I was like, girl, that could have been a phone call. But. Yeah, I mean, she didn't have to go that far. Probably. She didn't. But also, like, but that's totally on brand for the Argent family. I guess to go to the hospital, it would have to be something that required stitches. But she could. They both know that their kids used to date. Yeah, but she how could, did she randomly start up a conversation with Melissa? They're not friends. Yeah. Well, when were they? Where would they run into each other? Well, I mean, like she knows where she works. I mean, like honestly, I feel like if I was a concerned mother, is like I don't want my like daughter dating right now. She's not supposed to be dating. I'm really just trying to get a feel of like how has Scott been since they broken up? Because <laughs> Allison's not acting. I would have just approached this like much more straightforward well, as a concerned parent. But like I said, the Argents yeah, are the they're Argents. Their like default is like we gotta be. But we have to... The default is subterfuge. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. We gotta lie about this. For sure. Um, so then that's when we go back to the cafeteria. Yes. So that's when they're, Allison and Scott are talking, which I... Because it didn't occur to me that they're 
also pretending to be broken up at school. But I guess that makes sense if Gerard is there now. Yeah, Romain. Yeah. Um, and basically, they're just talking about how it seems like Allison says battle lines are being drawn with mm-hmm. Garrick turning all these wolves and Gerard bringing in reinforcements for the hunters. And I don't remember what Scott says exactly, but Allison says, I don't want you to be normal. I want you to be alive. Yeah. Which I guess is kind of a callback to earlier when they were in the photo booth at the skating rink and they took a bunch of photos and Scott's eyes reflected Yeah. everything except for the last one. And Allison's like, oh, this one looks normal. And then she's like, she feels like she said a slur. Yeah, she did. (laughs) She's like, that's so insensitive. (laughs) Which I thought was really sweet of her. It was a microaggression against the (laughs) It was. And it's very on brand for Allison Mm -hmm. to react that way. Man, like, Crystal Reed really plays Allison super well. Like, you, we have a very clear concept of. That's the thing about this show. They have like very clear concepts of who these characters are. Mm-hmm. They're situ, putting them in situations is where things get like putting messy. Yeah. But like the characters themselves are very like well yeah. thought out. That's why I would we, say like that's why we love it despite all the shit we complain about. Yeah, because I'm like, <laughs> yes, it's all a mess. But I really like these characters. Yeah. They're great. I They're good. Them. I can't wait for them to add more that I love. Yes. Later. So. <laughs> um, um, okay. So. Then oh, Allison so gets this, up and leaves. Yeah. So then we have a conversation between Styles and Scott that's funny. Mm-hmm. Um, they're basically talking about whether or not it's Scott's job to prevent Boyd from. Well, they realize Before Boyd that, is missing. And I'm like, how do they jump to the conclusion that Boyd is the werewolf because this boy is not at lunch? No. Okay, so again, we got to go back to the Watsonian versus Doyleist yeah. interpretation, which is, I mean, True. the Doyleist interpretation is, well, that's the new character we were introduced to earlier. Yeah. So obviously it's him. Yes, 100%. <laughs> the Watsonian explanation does not make that much sense. No. <laughs> Apparently Boyd is the only student who's missing today. Mm-hmm. So it's got to be him. Absolutely. Um... But, so, Styles is kind of of the opinion of, like, Derek is being straightforward with, the, with these people, he's telling them the truth, and if mm-hmm. it's their decision, is it really up to us to interfere with that? Yeah. And Scott, of course, is on the side of, yes, because they could die. Yeah. <laughs> Which is fair. It really is. <laughs> yes. I mean, on the surface, his, Styles' argument is valid. They are making yeah. this decision. With full knowledge of the situation, however, they are also still teenagers who are stupid, yeah. and they're putting their lives in danger. Out of the three of them, Boyd is the only one where I'm like, maybe we should stop this one. Yes. The other two, not so great. Like, Isaac, absolutely number one, top, well, I don't know, like, health issues, like, both of them... Erica and Isaac both have very, very, very good reasons yeah. for, like, even if they did die, it's I like, I can understand them being like, mm-hmm. I would rather die than keep living my life this way. I mean, Isaac, has, I think, has the best reason from my perspective, because, I mean, his father That's what I initially started to say, but I, I don't think it's fair to compare their situations. Well, I just think, I, yeah, I mean, I think they both, I understand where they're coming from. Although, I mean, lots of people live with epilepsy. It's true. But also, when you're, like, a teenage girl and, like, somebody records that kind of video of you, it amplifies everything. 
And, I mean, we did, I mean, we haven't actually got to the scene yet, but basically, Boyd is just, his reasoning is basically that he just is lonely and he wants yeah. friends, which sounds stupid. <laughs> but again, if we're thinking about it as a teenager, it seems like the most important thing in the world to you. Yeah, and also, like, if we want to, like, take it, like, real deep and look at it, like, super hard. Derek is offering him, like, a family, basically, like, a pack. And it's, like, they're bound not just because they're, like, friends. They're werewolves. Mm -hmm. There will be hunters. There's, like, danger. They have reasons that they have to stick together no matter what. And I could get how that could be very enticing to somebody who is very lonely. Yeah. I think if they could have done a better job of illustrating that Lloyd is lonely. Yeah. (laughs) They kind of just dumped that on us where he's, like, I don't want to sit alone at lunch. Oh, Okay. Yeah, it's very true. <laughs> okay, well, it doesn't seem like it justifies this big of a life change, but I agree. When you, you know, when we do what we do, we just mm-hmm. dig into it and come up with our own theories. Yes, it which makes sense. It's good. Yeah, it makes it better. Um, but um, we skipped. Over, okay, so bisexual styles alert. Yeah. <laughs> so styles. Um. So basically, Scott is just reinforcing like no i'm going to save Boyd because he's in danger blah 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 yes and Styles says this newfound heroism is making me very attracted to you do you want to try making out just to see how it feels yep <laughs> yeah sure go for it you should i think you should they should <laughs> i wouldn't have been mad at it so yeah bisexual styles alert um and then we cut to the hunters yeah jackson goes back to the hill house looking for Derek because he's pissed off and he wants Derek to explain what's wrong with him. Which I love that this trend that Jackson has of like shouting, I want to be a werewolf shit into the void and then it being the hunters instead of Derek yeah. or the alpha. Oh, he doesn't seem to learn anything from that every time it happens. No. And I'm like, why? I don't shout things through no. doors. Like, I'm going to look at you face to face and say things like that if yeah, I was going to say that. Knock on the, bang on the door. Nobody knocks on the hail house door no, anyway. Everybody just, just busts in. Everybody <laughs> just walks right in. Like. Yeah, what is he waiting for? Just go in. Yeah, everybody just else does. Just walk through the broken wall. Yeah. You don't even need to There's literally the nothing stopping you from going inside of that house and talking to Derek. Yeah, except the fact that Derek's not there. Yeah, he hasn't been there I will give Derek credit for that. He left that fucking house alone finally. Mm-hmm. People keep coming to it looking for him, but he learned his lesson from the first season after being almost murdered in it or at it yeah. for like half the season. Yeah, I yeah, swear. Three or four times at least. Yeah, he was Maybe. forever getting jumped at the house and he just left. He's like, fine, you I get what? it. Maybe I won't stay here. He, I did what I came to do. I murdered my uncle in the front yard. <laughs> And now I'm done. Mm-hmm. And I just don't, I don't understand why the, the hunters are using this house now for ambiance. I don't know. I guess it's convenient because it has a dungeon at the bottom. So why are they not in the dungeon? I think they like, I think the whole house, they just use the whole thing. Because, well, it does kind of make sense because people are afraid to go to it. The only people that go to it are people that have like werewolf shit to do. Yeah, but they've all got their own little, like, like Chris has a whole weapons locker room. They could just meet there. And Allison knows what's going on but without hiding like, it from anyone. Yeah, but they also like still live in the suburbs, so they probably don't want a whole bunch of people there. Okay. Well, yeah, that's a good point. So. Whatever. I, I mean, they could meet literally anywhere else. I 100% agree. I'm so sick of this fucking house. Whatever. But, um, and I don't know why, but Chris is just like really, really hot yeah. this episode. <laughs> it's a 
not unbearable. <laughs> He's super attractive this whole episode for no reason. Uh, yeah. I don't know what it is. I don't know why. He like, he has hair. Like, his hair is doing shit I at different times. His hair is doing shit. His hair is just doing shit the whole yeah. episode. His chest hair is popping. Yeah. He's so ridiculously good looking. I love J.R. Bourne. Yeah. I hope he listens to this podcast one day and he hears <laughs> how hot I think he is and how hot I've always thought he is. I'm sure he will one day. I doubt it, but I don't I know. I was watching a video talking about, it's this guy on YouTube, Dylan is in trouble, where he does this thing where he watches the first and last episode of a show. Yeah. Seen. Mm-hmm. He did the 100. And I had no idea that J.R. Bourne was in the 100. He was in a, at least the last season of the 100. And he looked ridiculous. And so did the finale of that show. I'm going to Google it and maybe consider watching it. I wouldn't. I don't think I could go back and watch all of it. But I do remember there was like... A, it got a couple of seasons out of me. Oh, me I really enjoyed it. But I stopped watching when they killed Lexa. Spoiler alert. For a show that's... I still went... It's another case where I went further than you did, but I didn't finish it. I mean, I didn't... It wasn't like I, It wasn't like The Walking Dead where I was like, fuck this show because yeah. Alexa, but I was just like, you know what? This is a good enough reason to stop watching now. I wasn't that invested Which is fair. You're much better at quit. You were the one who taught me how to quit watching <laughs> shows and like, you know what? I don't have to keep subjecting you know? myself to this. And ever since I learned that, I've tried to apply it to more things mm-hmm. and that's why I quit watching... That's why I quit watching Gossip Girl... The mm-hmm. first series. Um, that's why I stopped watching this show. <laughs> oh, see, this is the show that I should have quit watching, but I didn't. I stopped with it. Well, like, look at us now. Yeah. So I'm glad that you stuck with it, and now we're here. Yeah, here we are. For better or worse. Anyway. Okay, so, yeah. So Chris is hot, blah, blah, blah. He tells Jackson to, you know, get the hell out of there. Yeah. Also, must all the adults remind Jackson that he's attractive? Oh, yeah, he I knows. Stop telling Jackson he's a good-looking boy. He knows. He knows, and it makes him that much worse. It sucks. I hate it. He's not even yeah. the cutest guy. He really isn't like Colton Haynes. Very pretty, but like he if has not been hot Teen Wolf guys. Like even like looking at the guys that are currently on the show, he'd be like at the bottom. Yeah, he's he'd be, like, not above up there. That, and that's Ooh. It. Wait, okay, so, like, interjection. So, like, right now, who are your, like, hottest ones? Oh, like, boy. top five. Are we including every male on the show? Like, up to this point, because, like, Boyd's up there right now for like, me. But, like, including adults and... Uh, all of them. All okay, of them. Not oh, just God. the twinks. Not just the wolves. Everybody. Because, um... I mean, Styles obviously, is my favorite. I think he's adorable. He's not hot yet to me. He's just very cute. Mm-hmm. Okay, wait, so are we doing, like, who we're most attracted to, or are we doing hottest? Hottest? Absolutely. Chris. Number one, Chris. Chris is the hottest dude on Team Wolf to me. Always has been, always will be. Oh, I mean, at later in later seasons, when I think Styles looks more grown up, he's the hottest to be. Yeah. I mean, I would put Styles probably at three. Who's two? Derek? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Derek is two for me. It's like Chris, Derek, Styles. I'm not attracted to I think Isaac. Isaac is really cute. He's very cute, but I'm not attracted to him. But his face him. is also a little crooked. Ooh, is it? I'll have to look. Okay. Um, Boyd is probably mm-hmm. number four for me. Um, 
I just have a top four. Okay, I mean, it's just Scott's a four, cute, though. too. He's cute, but, like, I don't... I don't know. Like, I... I would put... I mean, personally, I would put Scott above Boyd. That's fine. Boyd's jaw is weirdly wide. <laughs> like, I like it. The, like, Scott's is crooked, but Boyd's is like, that doesn't look normal. <laughs> the thing with me, the thing that I love about Boyd is, like, his lips. I mm. could just... Mm. Boyd has very kissable lips. So He's I'm also like, very tall. He is... Height never, like, is a factor for me. Even though, like, I've almost exclusively dated people <laughs> taller than me. But still. Um, uh. I don't know. I've either... I've only dated, like, one person that was shorter than me. But anyway, that doesn't have anything Actually, to do with anything. You are kind of short. I am. So I'm, like, 5'7". I'm shorter than you. I know, and it <laughs> weirds me out. I'm like, if you're shorter than me, you're way too short. <laughs> like, uh, I'm, um, I am a short king. I'm only 5'7". <laughs> so, I get it. But, yeah. Anyway, um... So we got really sidetracked there. Like, a big sidetrack. I don't even know how we got to that. Um, I can tell you these beers are how we got there. <laughs> I've only had one. What is the alcohol content? That thing is 9% in oh, your hands. Oh, well, there you go. Okay. <laughs> um, all right, anyway. Moving um, on. Okay, so now we go to, basically, so they, Scott and Styles decided that Scott is going to go check for Boyd at the ice rink, and Styles is going to go check Boyd's house. Yes. So Styles is at Boyd's house, and Erica shows up. Yes, she does, with her tits out. Yes. And they what? have... Uh, they have an interesting interaction there. They um, do. Erica points out that he's only he's only looking in her eyes. Mm-hmm. Which, I mean, Styles is a gentleman. Yeah. He's not going to look right at her boobs. <laughs> but I did notice that the camera was perfectly angled to only show her cleavage. Yeah. I mean, she obviously wants him to look at her boobs. She yeah. She wants everyone to look at her boobs. She will. I... <sighs> I don't like that she just became, like, this super, like, horny person for no reason. Um, but I like, I love seeing her so confident. Yeah, I don't know if it's necessarily that she's being horny. It's just that she's, like, suddenly I am confident in my body and I want people to look at it. Yeah. <laughs> and I love that. I love that energy for her. But I just wish she could take it down a notch. Yeah, well, I mean, she's been a werewolf for, like, two days. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> Not and, even that much, probably. Yeah, and, like hot alpha Derek mm-hmm. is the one who turned her. Yeah. Um, but Styles is says that she has beautiful eyes and mm-hmm. she says I have beautiful everything, which is a good yes. quote, I think. It is. Um, but then she shows that I don't know what she took out of his car. I'm just gonna guess I'm just a gonna car park. Did she have know. to hit him with oh it my though? God, that would kill a human being. Yeah. Or at least like it would have broke the skin for sure. Uh yeah. That would cause damage. That's not just that well that's another yeah. Oh yeah, I thought about that because like, well, we'll. I watched the new season of You. Spoiler alert for like later, and like somebody gets knocked out and that and that was the thought that went through my head when that happened. I was like, that's not how that works. If you get knocked out and are unconscious for a while, that means you have brain damage. Yep. (laughs) Which I'm pretty sure we talked about on this show before. But anyway, moving on. Um. So anyway, Eric knocked out Styles. Whatever. Um. Then we cut to the vet clinic where Chris has dropped off Cute Hunter, who is now dead. Yeah, and I'm like, Deaton's Secret is one of the worst kept yes. in town. Yeah, I, my note was, no one believes you're just a vet. 
I think that's why he's so cryptic because that's the only bit of mystery that he has left. Like everybody knows that he's not just a vet, so he just gives everybody like vague answers to everything to try and keep up the facade that he's mysterious. But we don't actually get anywhere with this scene. No. Deaton doesn't actually examine the body. No, which is also what happened when the sheriff brought like those pictures to him in the first season. Yeah, he was like, it's an animal way. attack. He's yeah. like, I don't know what to tell you. It's a mountain lion. Yeah. He's like, maybe you should ask somebody who's not a vet about that these. That more convincing, though. This oh, yeah, for like, sure. Obviously, Chris knows you're not just a vet. Yeah. Stop trying to pretend like you are. Yeah. But then they just kind of cut the scene. Like, they don't even resolve it. No. Um. So this is when we go. Okay, so then we get to the ice rink, and we see that Boyd works there. He's using yeah. his uses the Zamboni machine and you can kind of see his really mm -hmm. lame attempt at a fat suit. Yeah. Because that's his only, the only reasoning they decided to give him was that he's slightly overweight, which you can barely even tell. And I just thought it was funny that Scott just automatically assumes that they're going to end up fighting. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> nobody's being really aggressive right now. There's no, I mean, Erica has been aggressive and he's been aggressive with her. But not to the point where it was ever going to get beyond, like, them just aggressively touching one another. <laughs> there was no need for them to fight, really. Just, I, I don't know. I, I guess he, they're never, they weren't going to talk it out. Yeah. I guess. I don't know. But I just think it's funny looking at, the, like, Isaac, Erica, Derek standing there. It's like mm -hmm. they all just came from, like, a modeling shoot. They did. <laughs> they're not a werewolf pack. They're uh, America's Next Tech. Not. Next top model. Yep. Season. They um, were. They were so cute. Uh, or Isaac says something about other than being on the on the run from the police, things are pretty good. <laughs> I don't. Fair see enough. Where is he even? Is he living in the? You know, he's in, in the train yard with Derek. With that is Derek's son through and through. Isaac is Derek's child. Well, he's got the tragic background. He's yeah. got. They are. Derek went and found the. One person that could truly understand him and Isaac. Well, I will have thoughts about their relationship later. Yeah. But. Right now, because I don't remember where everything goes with them. But as far as, like, currently, like, Isaac is just Derek Jr. right now. He point, is yeah. so sad. Mm -hmm. He's the most pitiful baby. Um, so, yeah, they, they basically, they decide to fight. I Erica. can't remember what Scott said. He's like, this is going to be hard. I think they say something about, or wait. No, he's like, I, Scott said something. He's like, I wasn't talking about me. I was talking about them. Yeah. Or something like that. Anyway, I was like, Some Scott is, stuff. Yeah. Scott's got his big boy trousers on. But then he unnecessarily breaks the ice. Yeah. I has to fix that now? Probably boys. I said, I meant specifically made a note. They are scratching up Boyd's freshly Zamboni yeah. to ice. I know, but uh, Scott did fuck them up. Yeah, I did make the note that Isaac's stunt double looks like a foot shorter than Daniel Sharman. <laughs> yeah. It's just uh, very, it does, his hair is longer, it doesn't mm -hmm. look like him at all, but whatever. I also love that, like, Scott had no problem, like, hitting Erica. Nope. He's like, I won't kill, but I will hit a bitch. Sure. I mean, they're pretty, uh... They're sturdy, they're werewolves. Yeah. So. I don't think, I think, I mean... I don't know if we've talked about it before, but I think the whole I would never hit a girl thing is bullshit. I don't, do too. Don't beat up people who are weaker than you. Yeah. But that doesn't necessarily rule out all women. No. 
And if someone, if a woman is attacking you, you're allowed to hit her. That is my, as a woman, that is my ruling on that. I think that that is fair. Yeah. Um, okay, so this is when they played another song that I like. Which I mm-hmm. believe I have on my Spotify, but I don't remember what it's called. Okay. Next Scott time. did beat the hell out of those kids. Mm-hmm. He fucked them up. I was like, shit. Well, they've only been werewolves for like a, a week and a day. It's true. <laughs> it's just that like Scott is normally like kind of a bitch. And he was not like... Although I do feel like everything that he went through in that first season really like toughened him up and everything oh, yeah. with this, uh, the hunters and everything. But I just really thought that he would kind of sort of go easy on them. But he was like, nah. (laughs) Get wrecked. He didn't even go easy on Erica. I just loved it. I ate it up. I don't think... I did kind of get annoyed, though, because I give... um, The the guys all get wolf face, but they wouldn't give Erica a wolf face. I noticed that. They gave her the fangs, but that's it. Yeah, we can't make the girl look unpretty. She can't look like a monster. No, never. That's bullshit. Well, they deal with that later. I don't know if Erica ever gets a wolf. I meant in general I know, with but women, I just, but I, was I don't know. About Erica in particular, I don't, think she I don't recall her ever having a wolf face. And then after Scott beats up Isaac and Erica, mm-hmm. I'm like, holy shit, this sucks for Scott, but I'm glad Derek finally won a fight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Derek rocks Scott. Mm-hmm. Well, he's the alpha now. He is. And, you know, good on him because. Mm-hmm. Enjoy it while it lasts, yeah. baby. <laughs> That's I mean, all I can say about be this. The alpha forever. I don't know what you're talking about. I just meant like the wins. Yeah. Just enjoy the W's while you can take them. Mm-hmm. Um. So Scott goes back to the vet clinic. Well, yeah. before that, this is well. I oh, right. this is really important. Yes. After Derek beats Scott's ass, Boyd comes up to him and shows that he's already been bitten, yeah. and just says like he doesn't want to be like them well like one he's already like them yeah but also he wants to be like scott mm-hmm. and i'm like boyd that's cute boyd and isaac ugh. i love them i know i like erica i mean like erica's fine yeah i'm not overly attached to her but boyd and isaac really are like two sweet angel babies yeah, yeah. erica's fun she's not a sweet angel baby no, she's just like the hot girl. Yeah. She's got attitude and it's fun. She does. Um, um, okay, so then Scott goes back to the vet clinic. Yes. And he's wondering why the like scratch from Derek isn't healing. And, and Deaton's like, because he's the alpha. Yeah, so now we learn that wounds from an alpha don't heal like yeah. other wounds do. And once again, it's like Deaton just like knows everybody's business mm-hmm. for no reason. Yeah. Yeah, Scott didn't even, well, I guess he could have told him what happened before we got to the scene. He must have. Maybe. I don't know. I mean, Deaton, Deaton is not psychic. He's not. I just... I don't Unless know. he's just like, well, if it's not healing, it must have been because of an alpha. That makes sense. Yeah. And then deductive reasoning. He's like, well, if Peter's not irritating the shit out of everybody, it must be Derek because Scott clearly isn't. Right. So, okay, yeah. Um. So then we cut to Jackson and more of his tantrums. And, well, like, immediately, I'm like, what happened to Jackson's Porsche? Oh, yeah. Because, like, he does not drive a Toyota Tacoma or whatever that is. Like, five different cars that he drives. He but so far, he's... He at one point. Did he? There was, yeah, because when I, that scene where him and Allison are sitting in the car last season, he's driving an SUV. 
I don't remember that. I just re- I always remember the Porsche. But he didn't want to drive the Porsche out to the muddy field. Well, I was like, why is he fucking up the lacrosse field in the first place? Why did he drive it out there? I don't know. What an asshole. Because that's a set that they have. Yeah. And he just like, and he fucks up that field. Yeah. Like he's burning out in the mud and it's gross. And he's basically just having a crisis about the fact that he hasn't looked out yet. Yeah. And then his truck gets stuck in the mud and he goes to push it and he ends up lifting the truck up. So he's like, yeah. ah, fuck yeah, I'm strong. And I'm like, fuck. Yeah. So he knows that he's strong like a werewolf. He just hasn't looked out. So there's obviously something. Yeah, something him. weird is going on with Jackson. Yeah. And that's how we close that's out it. the episode. That's it. Not a single twinkler. Not a single one. But we did get, they traded us some bisexual styles. Yes. They gotta ration it out. Mm-hmm. Um, no real evidence of Lydia being asexual, unless we want to use her completely deflecting styles as proof that she's like not interested in anything. Which Maybe. I thought would be because yeah. Styles is adorable, so why wouldn't you want to? Yeah, I mean that's the only excuse. <laughs> if he just has to look in my direction, it's like yes. Yeah. So. So we could. I'm gonna. I'm, I'm gonna chalk that up to her just not her being arrowies. Okay. It's not interested. I'll he accept it. Sir, he doesn't benefit her in any way. Yeah. He doesn't, you know, promote her popularity or anything, so she's... No, just, she has no purpose for him. Right. Outside of his company, so... Yeah. Um, Fair enough. No new wolf faces because we didn't get an Erica one. No, um... I'm gonna open another one of these 9%. <laughs> Go for it. I just that's why I waited for you to pick one. Because I was like, I didn't think you wanted a juicy and I like the juicies. Is that also nine percent? No, I oh, think shit. these are Well, I'm at my house, so that's good. Six. <laughs> There's something. I don't know. It doesn't matter. I'm Anything. fine. Um, moving on. Yeah. Um the only wolf lore I guess we figured out that Scott has like werewolf empathy. Well we learned <laughs> somewhat. We also learned that a wound from an outfit isn't healed. If you're a werewolf. Well, I guess, I mean... If like, you a normal person. Alpha, as a normal person, you either die or turn into a werewolf or well, something else. Yep. What's wrong? Can you get your beer open? No, this oh, happened... No. <laughs> okay, so I'm just gonna drink it like this. Um, I don't really have anything else to open it with. It's fine. I'll ration it. Okay. <laughs> it's good. It's fine. I will make it work for um, me. So, let's see. I guess that's all that leaves is rating the episode. Yep. So, um... I thought it was a good one. It was a good one, but also I wasn't, like, too riveted. So, like, personally speaking, I'm just gonna give it, like, uh... Oh, but it did introduce Boyd. It introduced Boyd and Erica. Yeah. So I'll give it... You know what? I'll give it four scratched up ice skating rinks okay. um yeah i was thinking i think four is also good i'm gonna give it four product placement reese's cups yeah good <laughs> one good one um okay so i guess that does it for that episode yeah so that has been another episode of teen wolf it's been ice pick mm-hmm. season two episode three uh, if you want to reach out to us for any reason whatsoever within our power, <laughs> um, 
You can reach us via email at twinkwarspod at gmail.com. And you can follow us on Tumblr at twinkwarspod. Or on Twitter at twinkwarspod. Twinkwarspod. <laughs> Which you are going to start putting stuff on at some point. I've posted a little bit. I know I've shared a few episodes. It's fine. I want you people to start interacting with yeah, us. this is on you. Once you start interacting with us, we will get more interactive. But until then, it's just kind of like the Tumblr and the Twitter are just kind of there. I, no pressure. I, I mean, pretty much if I see anything on Tumblr that is related to Teen Wolf and not a spoiler, I will reblog it on the Twin Chorus Pod Fair enough. page. And instead of my own, which I kind of, I don't, at this point, I've kind of made it clear who... I am what my URL is on Tumblr, yeah. but I've also not made it incredibly obvious. Okay. Eh. Scavenger hunt. You can figure out what I am on Tumblr. Don't try and hunt me down. <laughs> I do not want to be found. Um, but anyway, we appreciate your time, and now we are going to talk our shit. Mm-hmm. So, bye to all the Teen Wolf listeners, and hello, or like... Thanks for sticking around. Yeah, for everybody else. Hear us talk about whatever random stuff. Yep. So. Do you want to start with what you've watched lately? Um, I haven't really watched anything new. I've just caught up on other stuff that I've already been watching. So I mean, I'm caught up on The Last of Us, Mayfair Witches. Okay. I've got two episodes left of Andor to watch. That Still like, good? Yeah, it's surprised. It's, it's like the only show that I can remember watching recently that's been released on streaming mm-hmm. where there are perfectly acceptable times to pause. Yeah. But I don't get bored and forget to come back to it. Okay. Like, I feel like it's either I binge it all at once because I feel like I can't stop. Okay. Or I watch it for a little while, stop for the night, and then forget about it and never go back. Okay. And it's not like, and it's not like I stop because I'm bored and like whatever. Yeah. It's just a good, stopping satisfying place to stop okay. instead of feeling like, well, if I don't keep watching now, I'm gonna be annoyed not knowing what happens next. Okay. Kind of thing. But That's cool. It's really good. Yeah. I, I watched the new season of You that just started. I need to watch. That um, one. season four, part one. Um. I enjoyed it. It's definitely a new direction for the show. Okay. And I honestly think that that's for the best. Yeah. Because, like, you... You can't go on. It's not like The Flash where, like... Because, like, my thing... The reason that I quit watching The Flash was, like, every season the villain was, like, somebody who was faster than Barry. And it's like... Mm -hmm. You're not the fastest man alive. This is fucking stupid. And I'm really tired of you people just like trying to out speedster each other. It's very boring. And you has the potential for that because like, although it gets like fresh, but like each season is because he's like obsessed with somebody. Well, last season was different, kind of. But he was still like obsessed with somebody. Right. But there was definitely more going on. Yeah. There's, they definitely keep it interesting. This is not me like digging at you in any shape, form or fashion. And they kept ways of keeping it fresh. But it had the potential to get there. I didn't get there. I was just using, like, the Flash as an example. Mm-hmm. And this season is definitely, like, them going in a different direction where, like, it's not what we're used to in 
anyway. Interesting. So. I keep forgetting that it's been released, and then I see it on Netflix when I'm planning to go in and watch something else, and I'm like, ah, I gotta watch that. Yeah, so <laughs> that was good. Um, what else have I watched? I've watched a couple of things. Dang. Oh, I watched this horror movie called Blood. Um, it was good. It's about this mom who's like divorced and she's got her kids and she can only really afford to like live in this like house out in the middle of nowhere. And there is a tree that's very creepy and has like a, it's in a like dried up lake Mm. and her kids go out near it and weird stuff starts happening and I'll just leave it at that. Is it my kind of horror? You can handle it. Yeah. Um, it never gets gory. And the scenes that would be gory are just bloody. They're not gory. I can accept gore. I mean blood. You know. So. Um, no, we talked about that um, that trailer for Skin of Rink. Yeah. Which is that you watched and was, was bored by. But. Yeah. Um, it really just depends on the type of person you are. I think like. That, I think that that movie is targeted at, like, a specific demographic, and, like, it really hits those people, but it just does not phase me. Well, like, I showed it to, like, Jen agreed with me that it seemed too creepy to watch alone. Mm-hmm. I showed it my, to my sister, and she said the same thing. And I, I mean, the trailer itself freaked me out. My only thought is, I don't know if an hour and a half of that will scare me or if at a certain point I'll be like okay like I feel like it's the kind of thing that is really effective in like a short YouTube video if it was a short movie it would be a banger right but um I can tell you there's a part at the end where it didn't scare me but I was like ooh this is creepy I like this so I do want to watch it, but again, I do. I, I mean, I, and you know, I've watched a lot of horror movies by myself recently, and I've been pretty much unfazed by anything. But watching that trailer, I was like, nope, I'm not watching this by myself. Um, <laughs> okay, I won't say any more about yeah, it than I have. Yeah, about it, because I mean, it seems like a lot of it has to do with the mystery of, and like the mysterious vibes of what's going on. So I don't want to know anything else about it going yeah. before I go into watching it. Yeah, you know all you need to know. But I also do, I am anticipating getting to like the 45 minute mark and going like, okay, I mean, come on. <laughs> I was definitely right there. That's usually, it's it's like paranormal activity in that I sense. <laughs> I like the story that those movies tell more than I like the movies themselves. See, I only like paranormal activity one. See. And I think once they get into like the story of it all, I'm just like, this is stupid. <laughs> See, that's when I'm like, because like the movies are just like shit moving around the house until everybody dies in the last like 10 minutes. And I'm like, this is so like not one of my fears. It does not phase me. See, for me, the anticipation of something mm-hmm. scary happening is always more scary than when the scary thing happens. Same for me, but like I don't have that anticipation when I'm watching a paranormal activity movie, just because I'm like, the thing is never gonna show itself. In well, my I mean, body. I would know that now. Yeah. But I saw it back around when it had first come out. So yeah, I, didn't I saw it know twice. What to anticipate? I didn't know what was coming, so every time it was just a shot of a like. Anytime you show me a security camera footage, 
I freaked out. Yeah, see, like, and that's another thing is, like, found footage mm-hmm. does not have any impact on me whatsoever. Oh, see, that freaks me out a lot. Like, um, I was over at my sister's house mm-hmm. the other night, babysitting, kind of. Yeah. Um, and Simon had gone to bed. Mm-hmm. And they have, of course, a little baby monitor. Mm-hmm. Just watching the little black and white grainy footage of him in his crib, I'm like, uh, this is creepy. <laughs> it is very creepy. Because you know in a horror movie something scary would happen. Oh yeah, for <laughs> sure. There would be like two eyes by his crib. Yeah. So, um, I get it. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just can't explain it. I need... I just like need more like physicality to my horror to like have it affect me, I think. Physicality usually to me is not scary. Yeah. It's always more mental scares that actually scare me than mm-hmm. physical. Like things you see. It's like <sighs> like yeah, I that's, yeah, I don't think anything I'm trying to think of a movie that scares me based on what you see. Versus, like, Insidious really scared me. I had to watch that movie about like three times before it stopped scaring me. It's still that one, the one scene that jump scare in the dining room. In the dining. Oh no, that yeah. Well, I mean that I'm, startles me a little bit even yeah. now. But the the bit where they have gone to the second house. Yeah. It's daytime, and yeah. she goes to take the trash out. And the mute, that weird song starts playing. And the dude is just in the background yes. when she walks through to Every take the time trash out. He's like, ah, that's not right. Yeah. It shouldn't happen. It's daytime. Tiptoe through the tulips is the uh, name of that song, yes. by the way. That is the scariest song. If you just played that for me, I'd be like, ah, no. Oh my God. Yeah. It's wild. Um. That yeah, that freaks me out every time. But even the part in the beginning, I guess, when the she's hearing shit on the baby monitor, mm-hmm. and then she goes up there and she just sees like there's like the guy standing behind the crib. I love that movie. That was my favorite scary movie. Insidious is <laughs> dope. It's kind of crazy because that movie, that whole franchise is super weird to me because the first one is the scariest, mm-hmm. and then after that it goes to like zero fear. Yeah, and then. Each movie after that starts building back up to it for me. I don't think I've seen anything after the second one. I've watched them all. They get scared. They gradually get scarier again for me, but none of them are ever as scary as that first one. Even watching it again now, like it's hard to have a movie that is scary multiple times. It's true. <laughs> like I remember, me and Andrew, the first time we watched that movie, it was. We both left work early. It was the middle of the day. We went and saw it. There was nobody in the theater but just the two of us. And we're watching it. And it was during the summer. And we both look at each other at the exact same time. I can't remember the scene. And we were like, why is this movie so scary? It's so scary. <laughs> it was so great. I think, well, and I think part of the scariness of that movie also is the fact that the demon is not haunting the house. Yeah. It's going to follow them wherever they go, which is also that was that dope. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think. What I finished Velma. Oh, oh yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, yeah. I don't know. My opinion has not changed on that. Mm. Um, I will say, I did not guess the killer. Oh. I thought that I had, 
And I thought that it was a rap, and then they like were like, "Bitch, you thought," and I did not have any. Was it a bitch you thought, and then when you look back, you're like, "Oh, I should have gotten this," or is it completely out of nowhere and there's no? It's not completely out of nowhere. Um, it was just it was a good one. So that was the only good thing about the show. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was that I didn't, cause like. I'm not going to spoil anything for anybody, but I really thought that I had, like, figured... I was like, are they really going to make it, like, this easy? And then... <laughs> no. No, it wasn't. So... I watched the pitch meeting. You know, that YouTube You video. sent it to me. I still haven't oh, watched yeah. it, but I need to. Yeah. I need to. I mean, he, made, they, he made all the same points that we talked about. Mm-hmm. like, oh, so it's a Scooby-Doo show, but Scooby-Doo's not in it? Mm-hmm. Uh, and, like, talking about, like, none of the characters are anything like... They are in any other media. Nope. Who like the biggest the biggest joke that they come to is like so who is this for? Yeah, it's not for Scooby Doo fans because apparently and they also make fun of people adults who watch cartoons so it's not for adults. I guess who it's watch for cartoons. Gen Z. <laughs> I don't know. But they all hate it too. I don't. I haven't heard anyone who likes it. I have a friend that likes it, but like. But it got renewed for season two anyway because people hate watched it. See, and I specifically watched it on a different streaming platform to avoid that. Mm -hmm. But I had heard about that too, so I'm not, I'm like, it is what it is. Whatever. You know, I'm glad that everybody who works on that show gets a check. I would prefer that they get a check for something good. I would prefer that too, (laughs) but you know, that's how I feel about the Teen Wolf movie. I'm glad our people got a check. I'm glad that the, I'm happy for the actors and like everybody. I'm just like. The crew. Jeff Davis can fuck himself. Like, as a fan, I am deeply hurt and offended, but, like, you know, as somebody who just, you know, knows how the world works, I'm really glad that some of these people who I know have not been working as hard as some of their uh, peers got a check. I still don't understand that, except for Tyler Fuzzy. But, um... (laughs) Yeah, that's my whole thing with Scott, with, like, my attract... So, that's... I kind of, like, lost my train of thought when we were talking... But as far as my attraction to, like, Scott, I can't separate Scott and Tyler Posey. Mm -hmm. And I can't just look at him physically because I know too much about the character of Scott and the, the, like, person who is Tyler Posey. And neither one of those personalities are attractive to me. So when I see Scott, I'm like, I can acknowledge why he's attractive to people. Mm -hmm. But I want nothing to do with him outside of, like... I would be his friend. I'm pretty good at separating characters from the actors who play them most yeah. of the time. So I don't have that issue. I do find Tyler Posey... No, I can separate them. I just mean, like, as far as, like, my attraction to the character, to, like, my physical attraction to Scott or Tyler Posey, mm-hmm. I can't view them that way. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like... Well, it's oh, like... It's their personalities, because their personalities just don't... I don't think... Okay, work I think for me. Scott is cute. Yeah, he's cute. He's very cute. I think he's adorable. Yeah. But I have, like, I don't, I wouldn't put him on the same level as, like, Chris, Derek, Boyd, or Styles. Like, they all have personality types, Mm -hmm. and I, like, find them physically appealing. I find Tyler Posey and Scott, like, not even, like... It's like the Tom Holland thing. Yeah. Like, where I'm like, yeah. I know why people want to fuck Tom Holland and why people want to fuck Tyler Posey. I don't have any interest in 
either. See, I don't know why anyone way. wants to fuck Tyler Posey because he's so annoying. Exactly. <laughs> that's why I'm like but I, I. But I can all. But on the on the other hand, I can see why people would want to fuck Scott McCall if you get what I'm saying. I get that too, <laughs> but like. And I get it why it works for other people, but like for me personally, I'm not interested in either of them. So it kind of takes them off the board. Same thing with Tom Holland. I was like, I get it. He just looks like a child. He does. I know he's a full grown adult. He's got like he's got body, and he does have like a very nice ass. But like, but I don't want like, to do anything with. It's him. like a baby's head on a body with ass. Yeah. It's I mean, like, and I say that I mean I'm you know I'm forty. Yeah. So, it would be creepy if I were to date someone Tom Holland's age. But I'm not yeah. saying that I don't find anyone else his age attractive. Yeah, no, I, I get what you're saying. And I think that he's just, like, I think that Tom Holland is, like, super attractive. It's just, like, it's a no for me. Because he's, in my brain, he is a child. His face is just cute. And the boy has no lips, which is also, That's like, a no-go for me. That's the issue for me. He's just, he, I can see that he's cute, but he's not yeah like i need lips <laughs> like that is a big defining factor i've realized is that like i can't be with someone that has no lips yeah. it just and i don't want to like ugh. body shame or whatever because i don't have lips either but i'm just talking about you know what you just find things attractive on people or you don't yeah it's it yeah, is what does. it is <laughs> I was like, he's doing just fine. He is Zendaya's trophy boy, and he will continue to be. Which, I mean, I've gotten into it with people on the internet because I... Well, I haven't gotten into it, but I've provoked people on the internet because I said that, you know, Zendaya is clearly the, like, breadwinner in that couple. I think that he has his own merits, but as far as, like, who I think is the more talented in that... I mean, talent... Yes, I would say she is more talented, but I'd say breadwinner, as far as who's making more money, I'd say they probably are pretty equal. Probably. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. I just think that she's the prize. Not the breadwinner, but I think she's the prize. I don't think Tom is ever going to win any awards. No, I don't think he's ever going to win any <laughs> awards. People choice awards. I think he's always going to be like cool. Everybody's always going to like him. Mm-hmm. He's always going to do good work. Sure. But Zendaya is just like it. Yeah. She's like a fashion icon. She just has star power. And she, I mean, it's just acting-wise. Yeah. She is a much better actor. She, oh, 100%. The Not that shit she... bad. No, but she is stellar. Yeah, he she has, I mean, he has a very solid career as in middle-of-the-road entertainment. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, he does a, a really great job in the roles that he's given. Yeah. But he's never going to be, he's never going to win an Oscar. No, he's never going to win an Emmy or anything like that. Right. So, but Zendaya could do that. Speaking of, did you see that uh, Viola Davis is an EGOT? Yes, I did. EGOT winner, EGOT haver. She's got the EGOT. She's attained that tier. Yeah, I don't know how you phrase it. But yeah, I did see that and I love that for her. Yeah. I love that she does all sorts of shit. Mm -hmm. Like, I love that she's fucking Amanda Waller. Like, she's not fucking Amanda Waller, but she is (laughs) Amanda Waller. Um, I, I love that she is Amanda Waller in The Suicide Squad. That she got to be in a good movie. I like that she's and just she's like... she's a peacemaker. She's Amanda Waller in everything. Yeah. Like nobody... She's never not Amanda Waller. I love that she did The Woman King, which... Um, which I haven't seen yet, but I meant to. It was actually like really good. I liked I mean, it. Yeah, I, I assumed it would be. I just am not... I, 
I don't go to the movies anymore. I went to see Glass Onion. No, I didn't. I saw that at home. Yeah, I because I go to the theater to see Glass. I don't even know. Yeah, I'm pretty sure like I'm the only person that still goes to the movies as much as I always have. I was always that person, and I I remember. I don't know. That was our thing because we used to talk about them all the time. Um, now so ooh, mm. I went and saw Missing. Um, did you ever hear about Searching, the John Cho movie? Yes. Okay, Missing is the sequel to that. Oh, wait, I never watched it. It's un- Uh, Searching was good. I think Missing is even better. Uh, it was really good. It was a kind of a sleeper surprise hit for me. Because I just went, because I like, I went to see Searching. I was like, that was fine. It was a good movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I went and saw Missing and I was like, oh shit. Oh the shit! Same style. Yeah, it's like a found footage kind of deal, told through like basically a webcam. Right. Um, Is it the same characters? No, it's no, it's okay. a completely unrelated story, except for um, John Cho's. There, at the very beginning of Missing, there's a reenactment that the main character of Missing is watching of John Cho's story. Okay. So like they're watching I a character. Because I've meant to watch it for a long time and I just have it. Um yeah. Searching is good but missing is better. Right. Well I wanna watch that before I go see. Yeah. Um but definitely like highly recommend missing. It was really good. Damn it was so good. Um it kept me in suspense. It's not available not yet. Pay for it. No, I'm just talking about searching. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Unless Uh-oh. I'm a subscriber to Fubo. Who subscribes to Fubo? I don't know. I didn't even... I've heard of it, but I didn't even think that... I don't pay attention to that. I, I mean, I could spend a whopping $3 to watch it on my Amazon, but it's the principle. Yeah, no. I feel <laughs> you. Um... I still don't, I don't know why I'm still on such a horror movie kick. I've never been a horror fan. I mean, I mean, I liked horror movies well, a normal amount before, but all of a sudden I'm just like, I want to watch a horror movie tonight. I want to watch a horror movie tonight. If I could <laughs> track your pipeline, it would be <laughs> us doing this podcast and me talking about them constantly. But yeah. also last year was a very good year for horror movies. Yeah. So there was a lot that you could not only tolerate, mm-hmm. but you could, um... But, you know, they were actually, like, good. Right. They weren't just, like, whatever. Um, and then, also, you've been watching The Last of Us. So, that's, like, horror adjacent. Well, we watch supernatural shit. Yeah, we watch supernatural shit all the time. Yeah. So, you're always horror adjacent. Yeah. And now that they're making better quality horror movies, I think you're naturally gravitating towards it. Maybe. Something. I don't know. That's I, just I, my I theory. Think, I also think my... Uh, I've always had this idea that I... Or maybe I've just in the past been more easily scared, and for some reason I'm not as easily scared as I yeah. am anymore. So which it's, is good. It, which just sounds bad. Like you think you want to be scared by horror movies. Well, but I do, I do which I mean, is why I, I watch them. I also don't want to be too scared. Like I used to be scared to the point where I wouldn't be able to go to sleep, and I don't get that way anymore. Yeah, I get that. I think that um, with me, because so few things scare me now. Because I've watched so many horror movies. I just want to be entertained and I just want to hear a good story. And as long as you tell me a good story, I'll be like super invested. Like that blood movie. Um, Is that streaming? No. 
damn it. You would have to rent it. Well, what can I watch tonight? Um, ooh. You could, if you want to watch something, um, I waited for this movie for a very long time, and it super disappointed me. Oh, well, great. <laughs> but if you want to have it so that we can talk about it a little okay. bit next week, um, yeah. Run, Sweetheart, Run. Run, it, Sweetheart, Run. It's, I watched it on Prime. It was supposed to come out in 2020, but COVID just like completely derailed that movie. And um, you can tell it like suffers from reshoots, and it's a woman one runs for her life through the streets of Los Angeles after her blind date suddenly turns violent. Okay. Mm-hmm. I recognize that girl. What's she from? Ella Belinsky. Yeah. She's from she the Resident in... Evil remake. She was Charlie's in... Angels. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And... Why is she? Only... Why is she only in bad things? I don't know. She's super pretty. I love yeah. her. Um, but oh, I watched The Invitation. What did you think of that? It was fun. I mean, it was not... Was it? It was fun. <laughs> I enjoyed it. I didn't ex- I didn't have high expectations, especially after what you told me. But it was just kind of like, no, nah, alright. It was like a girl gets revenge, kind of. Yeah, it had a lot of potential. Yeah, it was fine. Yeah. I wouldn't say it was terrible. No. No, it's definitely not... It wasn't like I watched it and like, ugh, that was a waste of my time. Um, I would rather watch that than Teen Wolf the movie. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's definitely true. It wasn't, I mean, it didn't blow my skirt up or whatever the hell people yeah. were saying you want to use there. Yeah. <laughs> but it was fine. Um, oh my god. So, let me tell you this funny thing that my friend Allie said once. Because mm-hmm. now that you've said it. Um, <laughs> she's the one that actually likes Velma and I'm like, Ooh, girl. <laughs> um, but anyway. Does Allie listen to this podcast? <laughs> no, she doesn't. She never will. But I love you, Allie. And, you know, I tell you this to your face if you ever do listen to this episode. Um, but she... And I respect your decision to like Velma. Um, I just think that that show is trash. But you can still enjoy it. And anybody listening that likes Velma, like, good for you. It's just not for me. Um, or anyone else besides yeah, I mean, like, you know, do you. Whatever floats your fucking boat. I'm nobody. You don't fucking know me, and I do not matter to your life. So, you know, enjoy what you enjoy. Don't let me, like, change that for you. But one time, me and Allie were playing video games, and she meant to say, I'm going to blow you guys out of the water. Uh-huh. And she goes, I'm going to blow you in the wind. What? And I was like, okay, so Allie... First, because her boyfriend, well, her fiance, is in the chat with us while we're playing. And I'm like, first of all, Allie, never say that again. Second of all, that is the funniest fucking thing I've ever heard. So I tell, so whenever we're playing video games and I'm just feeling cocky, I'm like, I'm going to blow you in the wind. I don't know what that means. It's supposed to mean blow you out of the water. Right. Like, because we know that's what she means, but... I'm just gonna, I'm gonna blow you in the blow wind. You in the wind. I'm gonna wait for the till there's a nice breeze. Yeah. I'm gonna blow you. It's the perfect. It's the perfect date. Like yeah. what is it? April twenty third. Twenty fifth. Twenty fifth. I use a light jacket. jacket. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna wait till April twenty fifth. I'm gonna blow you in the wind. If we oh man, if we post an episode on April twenty fifth, we should just name it. All you need is a light jacket. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. All right. Well, we have to remember that 
And we should just figure out a way to make sure that we post an episode on April 25th. I don't know what day of the week that is. Um, me either. Let's let's check it out. <laughs> it's very important. We need to make sure this happens. April 25th is a Tuesday. We can totally do that. We can definitely yeah, make totally that happen. Oh, that would be hilarious. Yeah. If you get it, you get it. Yep. <laughs> We're gonna blow you guys in the wind when (laughs) we post that podcast episode. Oh god. Okay. Um I don't think I've watched anything else. No. And that, I mean, like, this is a pretty long episode now, yeah. so you want to just wrap it up? We've just been yeah, gabbing. Yeah, we're just, All right, so... We're talking more nonsense than usual. <laughs> yeah, we've been drinking. We're just chilling. So um, thank you guys for sticking around this long. This has been another episode of Twink Wars. Bye. Bye.